campus of Gardner-Webb University in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, this is Bulldog Dialogue. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Episode 12 of Bulldog Dialogue. I'm Gardner-Webb University President William Downs. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about philanthropy. We're going to talk about generosity. We're going to focus on the importance, the critical importance of investing in student success. Joining me for this conversation about philanthropy are two very good friends of Gardner-Webb University, David and Marie Brinkley. Over the course of a number of years, the Brinkley family has made a number of high-impact gifts designed to enhance Gardner-Webb athletics, to revive and grow our marching band, to expand our engagement with the surrounding Cleveland County community. David and Marie Brinkley are here to share their story of giving and to shed some light on why supporting worthy causes can help change lives. After our conversation with the Brinkleys, we'll also explore how Gardner-Webb is making headlines in the news and on social media. All that and much more on Bulldog Dialogue, so stick around. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the running bulldog in your family, you may want to check out the officially licensed mascot bobblehead. Bo, Gardner-Webb's mascot, has a bobblehead in his likeness, and it is available through the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. You can find out more information about this bulldog and, and get it, hopefully in time for Christmas, if you order soon enough. Just go to bobbleheadhall.com, that's bobbleheadhall.com, and search for Gardner-Webb University, and I will let you know that there are only a limited number of these available. Uh, Bo Bobblehead, officially licensed mascot bobblehead at the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. Check it out. Welcome back to Bulldog Dialogue. In the last fiscal year, 2,177 unique donors provided financial gifts to Gardner-Webb University. It's the highest number of unique donors recorded by the university in the last decade. Together, these friends and supporters have generated one of the highest dollar amounts in recent history, helping Gardner-Webb to reach over $6 million in receipted gifts. Benefactors have also committed an additional $1.4 million in new pledges and planned gifts this past year. Our guests today are among this record number of donors. Together, they have made an indelible impact on Gardner-Webb and on the community at large through volunteerism, service, and philanthropy. David and Marie Brinkley, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Downs. So, I uh, got a few questions for you, and we can see where the conversation leads us. Um, by the time this podcast is released, we will have broken ground on the new Brinkley Amphitheater at Gardner-Webb. Your generosity provided the lead gift for that 900-seat outdoor performance venue that will be constructed on Main Street in Boiling Springs. I know our listeners would like to hear from both of you about why this project excites you and what you hope it'll do for the community. As always, every day, um, when I say my prayers, I ask uh, the Lord to give me opportunities that I can share my blessings. And on that particular day that uh, we had the trustee meeting and I saw your presentation, it was a little light bulb went off in my head and said, this is the one. 
Um, I know that may sound silly, but that's the way my life works. And I went home, and Marie was in the kitchen, and I walked in. I was excited, and I told her, I said, I found out what our next project is. And I explained it to her, and without even hesitation, she said, I'm in. So it was that easy. We're excited to be a part of this. Marie, what do you what do you hope the, the Brinkley Amphitheater does for our community? Gosh, well, I think, you know, it, it provides so many opportunities for Gardner-Webb. And, and, I mean, not only for the students, but it just gives so much exposure and um, a chance for the whole Boiling Springs community to become involved in, in university activities. It's an exciting time, an exciting moment. So let's step back just a little bit. Um, in the world of philanthropy, we hear a lot about time, talent, and treasure. And the Brinkley's have given generously of each of these qualities. Where, where does that passion come from? Hmm. Well, fortunately, Marie and I are on the same page there. We've, um, since the day we were married, um, we made it part of our lives to set aside 10% when things were even tough. Sometimes we still did our 10%. We've become blessed through business transactions, and we try to reach out. I think our goal is to try to help as many children as we can. I think that's one of our main focuses. And we made a decision 20 years ago probably that um, I know there's a lot of people who leave assets in their wills, but our goal is that we wanted to see where our money was going and what kind of impact it had while we were alive. And that was one of our main goals. And so that's that's why we do what we do. I think is that we want to be involved, and we want to see we want to see this amphitheater grow, and we want to see the construction of it, and et cetera, et cetera. And I will say, I, I, I'd like I need to give David credit because this this it, this has been a passion for him. I think without his enthusiasm and drive for this type of of giving, this, this is why we give. Because of, of David, I, I mean, honestly. So, I mean, we agree. Yes. We, we agree on everything. And I, I'm, we discuss I, everything. Yes, we discuss everything. But he, he, this this has become, like I said, it's become a passion for him. If you're in a room with David Brinkley, you can feel the passion. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, <laughs> is it is a force. It is a force. I like to win. You know that. I so. do, too. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. We want you on our team. For both of you, were there mentors in your lives, role models, people who challenged and supported you to become the individuals and good community citizens that you both are today? My, it was my family. My family, I came from a, you know, a, a close-knit family, and we just, you know, my parents were involved in, in community work, and, and um, I, I really didn't have a mentor. I didn't, I wasn't... I didn't play sports, and so I, you know, I cheered. And but there was there was no sports figure, where, which you know you think of mentors like as David has had several um, coaches, and you can speak to that. But yeah, I think most of my mentors were in the coaching industry. I sort of grew up in a pretty tough situation, and a lot of negativity and envy and jealous. And and um, when I got around people who were positive. I knew which way I liked to walk, and I knew which side of the street I wanted to be on. You know, I often say I don't care who scores the touchdowns, just score a bunch of them. You know, I, I just – I'm fortunate that God, God made me with a lot of drive. I'm a high-energy guy, and 
I, I, I love to see children succeed. You know, I know it's probably a too simple, but it's like when you get that present at Christmas and you put it on and it feels great, that shirt, that brand new shirt. And when you build something that children can use and you see the influence it makes in their lives and they start dreaming a little bit and they believe in themselves and they believe they can get an education, that they don't have to work in a labor position the rest of their life and you know that's some of our goals is that we we want children to succeed you know we try to do it modestly we we believe in the privacy of what the bible teaches Uh, we understand and we appreciate the naming rights but uh, i would say 90 percent of our gifts are uh, nobody knows anything about that's just the way we live and that's the way we want it you mentioned children you have children who attended gardner webb as student athletes um, can you share a parent's perspective of why giving back to Gardner-Webb matters to you and how that's motivated you to support this university? I think as parents, we saw the need. You see more need, um, what they have and what they don't have as student-athletes. And and being a, a parent of a student-athlete also uh, gives you the opportunity to become involved more so mm-hmm. with the university. And I think that's kind of what led us back here to to start giving and you know i I often say again that you know i played a lot of ball growing up i mean god blessed me with athletic ability and he didn't bless me with any reading skills but uh (laughs) you know there were people there that were in were in the booster club when i was there and uh they raised the money and you know marie and i sort of put that hat on and we feel like it's our turn now and so we feel like that we want to support those children whether it is the band or whether it is sports or no matter what it is, there's all different ways that we help. It just does our heart good when we see what goes on and watch some of these children and how they grow and and become productive individuals. Uh, It's just a lot of joy, a lot of joy. Sticking with athletics for a moment, can can you offer some thoughts on Gardner-Webb's historic football season and what it means to have a successful FCS program right here in Cleveland County. Man, is it not fun? It is fun. It is fabulous. And it's I'm not done. No, no. It's not done. I, I think the world of Coach Lamb, I think he has come in as a young man, I mean extremely young, and taken over a program and turned it around. And with your leadership, Dr. Downs, enjoying sports, we have a brand-new perspective on what athletics needs to be at Gardner-Webb. And, you know, I know sports is not the catch-all, the end-all for everything, but students love to be around uh, athletic events when they're at universities. You know, that game last week, not last week, but the week before at North Carolina A&T, and look in the stands and watch the children and celebrate, and, you know, they're high-fiving. I mean, there's something to be said about winning. And winning is just so much more fun than losing. I know that's a stupid statement, but the goal here is that we want to continue to get better. We want to continue to provide uh, a good athletic program, and I know you're on that page along with all the trustees. And along with that is to, is to have good academics with great GPAs. And uh, I'm proud to say that, that, that we're doing that. You know, we're involved in our high school and um, our football team has the second-highest GPA in the state of North Carolina. Wow. And we're proud of that. And I'm proud of what we're doing up here. It's not just the football program 
I think there's 24 teams at Gardner Webb uh, or around that area that that uh, we're supporting, and uh, it takes a lot of money. I mean, a football helmet today costs something like 400 bucks just yes, for one does. helmet. So you know, and not all the baseballs and the softballs that you use during a ball game, and the travel that you have to spend. Uh, it's it's a lot of money. And so we, we enjoy supporting that. We we enjoy being a part of that. And, you know, as, as long as the good Lord will let me breathe, we're going to be a part of that. So, You harken back to that moment a couple of weeks ago against North Carolina A&T. I, I agree with you that watching the students spill onto the field at the end of that game and celebrate, that's that's a moment I'll never forget. It was just pure joy. Long time uh, coming. Long time coming. David, philanthropy is not just about giving of money. It's about giving of, giving of time and talent. And you are a trustee at Gardner-Webb, a member of the Board of Trustees. You've served on advisory boards at Gardner-Webb and elsewhere. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of sharing time and talent and leadership on the boards on which you're a member. You know, that's probably the toughest question for me because whether anybody believes but when I was a younger guy, I was, I was um, maybe a little shy. But I really have enjoyed getting involved in different committees from my church uh, all the way through to Gardner-Webb and other organizations. Uh, first of all, from an education standpoint, you know, to, to, the first time I sat on the trustee committee here, to, to get educated of how this university really ran. Uh, you know, I came from the corporate world. It's just part of our core beliefs. Uh, it's just, you know, people ask us why we do what we do, and it's just, it's like waking up in the morning for Maria and I. That's what we do. It's part of who we are and what we stand for and what we believe in, and it's not that we're just going to give money. We're going to give our time, and we're going to give our passion, and we're going to give our ideas, and we hope that you listen to some of them. It's what the good book teaches as far as I'm concerned, you know, and uh that's the way we live. And Marie and I, I mean, we're there rain or shine a lot of times. And, you know, I don't want to be that person that just writes you a check. I want to be that person that writes you a check, but I'm in the ball game. I know I relate a lot of things to sports, but that's the, that's the area that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So. so it's not just things that you've done for Gardner-Webb, but you mentioned Kings Mountain. You've done so much. I mean, everybody knows what the Brinkleys have done for Kings Mountain. Um, what, what are the lessons that you've learned um, in, in, in reviving things and building things um, in your own backyard, and, and why should others join you in helping their local community? You can't do it all. Well, you can try. <laughs> yeah. we, we try, and we hope that others, you know, it, it, sometimes it's, it's just someone that will take the first step, and then mm. others will, will, will do the same. And so I think, you know, you can't do it all, but you can, you can make a, a good first step, good impression, and, and hope that there's a legacy that others will follow. You know, I had a couple of coaches that always told me, you know, I was a quarterback in high school, and – they always said, you know, David, no matter where you go, people are going to be watching you. And I've never forgotten that. So I think in our volunteer work, I realize people are watching us. And it's just not the money. Is that, you know, do we do we walk the walk and talk the talk? And I hope that we do. And I hope that we're mentoring uh, young people. You don't have to be like the Brinkleys. 
But, you know, give a part of your life. Give a part of your checkbook. Give, do, do something positive to help people. Um, and I'm very serious about this, is that there's just a lot of people who don't know how to win. They've just never been around winning. They've been beaten down in their life, uh, a lot of negative Nellies in this world. And Marie and I decided that we want to be positive polys. And we hope that we're a good influence for people, and especially children. Uh, there's a lot of just negative things that go on on TV and some bullying and different things. And there's a whole long list of negative, And we hope that we can be a positive influence in people's lives. It's important to us. So you tell us that you're both officially retired, uh, but clearly, clearly you remain extremely active and engaged in, in new and continuing projects. You purchased a beautiful 33-acre spot in Kings Mountain and turned it into a wedding venue. It's not just a good ben- business venture, I suspect, but I'm guessing it aligns with your commitment to, to, to relationships and family and creating special memories. Tell us a little bit about the venue at Turkey Ridge. Go ahead, man. So we have several other farms, and initially when we looked at this property, or I should say David, I didn't even see it, actually. (laughs) He came home and he said, I think I found another place, uh, another farm that we can grow hay. And so as they started cleaning it, and it was a, prior to that, it was a horse um, horse barn and horse farm. And so... Uh, as they were cleaning out the, the barn and the stalls and everything, there's a beautiful view out the back. And the guys helping just kept saying, you know, you really need to do something with this. And so I went out there, and this this was something that David kind of had in the back of his mind when we had when we bought the first farm, that, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a, a wedding venue or a place where people could come? And so... We looked out there and looked out the back and said, well, gosh, if, if there's any place, this this would be the one. And so that's why we um, we did it. And, and David's like, well, what should we name it? And, you know, he's always one step ahead. And so I said, I don't know. And he goes, you know, there's like 20 turkeys out there. How about <laughs> Turkey Ridge? And I was like, well, I think that's good. And that's, you know, it kind of evolved from there. We found a, a wonderful manager, and um, we just, you know, it's just kind of blossomed. Blessed us. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's been fun. It's, you know, we built it in mind that that day, that wedding day, is a special day for the bride especially. We built that barn hoping that the bride would enjoy that special day in her life. It's been a lot of fun. If you would have told me not too long ago that I would have been in the wedding venue business, I would have asked you how much you've been drinking. <laughs> but uh, it's been a joy, and we have been so happy and blessed with good leadership there mm-hmm. and the return that people are giving. Yeah, I mean, we're not where we're making any money yet because we invested so much in building. Uh, you know, it's an 8,000-square-foot barn with an outside amphitheater. It's just been interesting uh, to learn. Um, I knew nothing. I mean, absolutely zero about wedding venues. We're still and learning. <laughs> we still are. And yes. it's just been it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, there's been some trials and tribulations, but we jumped the hurdles and we've been able to get over them. And it's got a good location. Uh, our exposure has been good and we couldn't be we couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's exciting. So listeners, uh, get on Google, 
Google Turkey Ridge. It's a beautiful website. It's a beautiful location. Venue at Turkey Ridge. Venue at Turkey Ridge. That's right. All right. Um, so let's get back to the Brinkley Amphitheater at Gardner Webb in Boiling Springs. Any must-have bands or performers that you'd like to see on stage? You, you get the first pick. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that. Uh, no, no, I have no. Well, you know, I think I mentioned to you there's um, a bluegrass band that uh, I follow, and one of the members there is a friend of mine. It's Balsam Range, and that would be um, a recognizable name for people who follow bluegrass. Okay, I think they would be enjoyable and you know, we, we we really don't know the name of any bands. We're, we're still stuck in the '60s. And, uh, bring the temptations. Yeah, back. bring the temptations. Bring the that tams. That would be special, wouldn't it? You know, so uh, I, I I can't wait. I, the day that I saw that, of course, I get excited pretty easy. Is I'm I'm thinking, man, what a great idea. I mean, your vision, Doctor Downs, to bring an amphitheater to Bowling Springs. That that I mean, that that's Brinkleyism right there. <laughs> You know, I, will I, mean, you know, I will take that. You know, and that's just, I mean, man, what you wait to the positive assets that are going to come out of this. And it's not, it's not just Boiling Springs. It's going to be all Cleveland yes. County. And it is, I, I, I wish they could build it in one day. That's just the way, that's, that's the way I'm built. And, but it is going to be a blessing for this university. And we are so glad uh, to be a part of this. I mean, we are. We're delighted that we have the opportunity to be a part of this. Outstanding. So exit question goes out to both of you. If there's one final thought that you'd want to share about philanthropy and share about your support of Gardner-Webb with our listeners out there, what, what would that final thought be? I think um, David always says, you know, if you give, it, it, you get back and it, it will come back to you tenfold. And, I think that's we've lived that and and learned that and and that's kind of that's our thing. I believe that with every ounce of energy, and I have a lot of faith. And Marie's right. You know, sometimes we have to have uh, some tough dis- discussions about what we want to give, but the Lord continues to bless you. And because you give money, doesn't mean that it's going to come in money. It could be uh, that your grandchild hits a home run. It could be one of your friends who's been fighting an illness gets over it. There's all kinds of blessings that come from different directions, and we've been so blessed in our life. Um, I, I just, you know, a, a guy told me a long time ago, I'm sure y'all have heard this, is that you can't outgive God. I can promise you, you can't, because um, we've tried a couple times, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we started a long time ago doing 10%. And we moved it to 15, and we moved it to 20. And there's years when we have a really good year, we give up to 30% of our income away. And what I tell people is that if that you're not giving, uh, you know, there's two ways you give. You give for philanthropic reasons, and you give for tax purposes. Uh, so you can do both. But if, you, if you're not somebody who donates to help others, you know, try it. You know, give 100 bucks. Then before you know it, you'll be given two hundred bucks, and before you know it, you'll be given five hundred, and then a thousand, and on and on. But just do it for six months. Just try it for six months, and just watch the blessings come your way. And and I preach that sermon a lot of times when I talk to children is reach out and just try to give a hundred dollars, 
because you won't miss it. You spend that much on Mountain Dews or whatever soft drinks, you know, so give it to a good cause. I'm a man of a lot of faith. I don't worry. I'm not a worrier. Uh, I let Marie do do the work. (laughs) Again, I just hope that we can be um, um, an example to people that you can give and not for your name. It's, it's It's not about the name for us. It's about the the facility or whatever we're involved in and watching others enjoy and the excitement you know it you know it's my it just does my heart good when I see some of the excitement that takes place in a facility that Marie and I have been involved in it's just um it's 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 hard to explain for me, but it's just part of my core I mean when I get up in the morning. It's some of the first things that I think of when I do my devotions, and it's just something that I do every day. And, you know, I was lucky. My dad always made us give to church. So, um, you know, if we only had five pennies, we gave five pennies. It didn't matter. So it becomes a habit, and then it becomes a passion. That's what I would tell people is that, you know, try it. Walk in those shoes a little bit because – not everybody's as lucky as you are, and there's a lot of people who need help. I think people know that. And making people feel good and put a smile on their face and goes a long ways. Powerful words of wisdom. Thank you, David and Marie Brinkley. Thank you for being our guest on Bulldog Dialogue. More importantly, thank you for all that you do for Gardner-Webb, for our community, for young people in the region. Um, sincerely grateful to both of you. Uh, I always feel... Uh, David, after talking to you and listening to you, I'm ready to run through the brick wall. So there you go. I'm man. ready to go right now. That's man. right. That's what it's about. You got to get excited. All right, listeners, to find out more about how you too can make a difference at Gardner Webb University, you can visit gardner-webb.edu forward slash give. Stick around, folks. After the break, we'll be back with Gardner Webb in the headlines. As you've heard over the course of this podcast, giving is incredibly important to David and Marie Brinkley. And if you feel that this has maybe challenged you to want to participate in the Gardner Web story, you can do that through athletic support or academic support, scholarships, or you could give specifically to things like mission trips and Christian service. Planned giving, there are so many different opportunities here at Gardner Webb for you to be a part of. If you want to find out more, it's pretty simple. You just go to gardner-web.edu forward slash give to find out how you can be a part of the transformative power of higher education through giving and supporting this incredible university. Welcome back, everybody, to Bulldog Dialogue. It's time to get social at the web. We're going to take a quick look at uh, some Gardner-Webb headlines in the news and some uh, discussion about Gardner-Webb on social media platforms. We're going to start with Twitter. We're going to start with at NC Gridiron News. They're one of many uh, Twitter handles talking about the big news in Gardner-Webb athletics, namely Gardner-Webb football. FCS first round final, Gardner-Webb 52, Eastern Kentucky University 41. Uh, 
a victory for Gardner-Webb football, the first-ever FCS playoff game, first-ever Gardner-Webb victory in an FCS playoff game. Running Bulldogs were indeed hashtag born to run. The team amassed 405 yards and six TDs on the ground. Now Gardner-Webb moves on to play at number five, William & Mary, Saturday, 2 p.m. in Williamsburg. The storybook season continues. Can't wait for that. Thank you, NC Gridiron News from Twitter for our shout-out to the football team. Also, our friend and sports anchor at WCCB-TV, Kelly Bardick, uh, offering her congrats to Gardner-Webb football. Her congratulations to Coach Trey Lamb on the first FCS playoff win. Uh, Love her hashtag, G-Dub Woo-Woo. Thank you, Kelly Bardick. G-Dub Woo-Woo. Another headline um, from Facebook, the the Gardner-Webb Office of Alumni Relations is remembering 1973 alumnus Jerry Valancourt, affectionately known as Jerry V. Played uh, college basketball with the Dogs, went on to a legendary sports broadcasting career, including a longtime relationship with the Charlotte and New Orleans Hornets. Jerry V. passed away on Thanksgiving weekend. We thank him for always remembering his alma mater. Shout out to the Gardner-Webb University class of 22. We're going to be awarding over 500 degrees during December commencement. It's going to happen on December 10th. We're pleased to welcome Dr. Hope Williams, president of the North Carolina Independent Colleges and Universities. She's going to be our commencement speaker that day. So a happy day, a lot of smiles in the LYCC, uh, and we wish the class of 22 uh, all the best in their future endeavors. Recently, Gardner-Webb University Instructor of Nursing Tara Hayes took her University uh, Life class, University 111, to volunteer at the nonprofit organization Feeding Kids and Reading Kids of Cleveland County, North Carolina. Feeding Kids, Reading Kids distributes boxes of food and age-appropriate books to families six times a year, including Thanksgiving and Christmas. And this is just one of the many examples of how our faculty and students are engaging in a positive way in community service. Folks, that's just some of the good news coming out of Gardner-Webb University. And there's so much for which we are all thankful for as we enter this holiday season. All right, uh, as we wrap up, I'd like to again thank David and Marie Brinkley for being our guests here on Episode 12 of Bulldog Dialogue. As a reminder, to find out more about supporting GWU, you can visit gardner-web.edu forward slash give. That's it for this week's episode. Folks, wherever you are in the office, on the road, at home, or in the gym, You can find and subscribe to all official Gardner-Webb podcasts on your favorite platforms like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Music, Amazon Podcast, and Audible. Until next time for Bulldog Dialogue, I'm Gardner-Webb University President William Downs. Let's go dogs. (laughs) 